Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. Well, good evening, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. Amen? We are a Christian, Protestant, non-denominational Internet Church founded in the love of God. Amen? And I want to welcome you on behalf of the Lord Jesus Christ and his kingdom and this ministry. Amen? We want to thank the Lord for his goodness in our lives. We want to thank him for his blessing that he's bestowed upon us. Amen? We want to thank him for every good and perfect gift that comes down from him. And we want to thank him for all of you who have joined us. Amen? Others are coming. They're getting off work, and this is a very busy time of year. So we just cover everyone that's coming up in the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Father, in the name of Jesus, it is a privilege and an honor to serve you. We thank you, Lord, for gathering us together from all over the world to come together in your name. We thank you, Lord, for the word of God being richly uh, given out here and shared and expressed, Lord. We thank you for your very presence in our midst. And we ask you, Father, to do what you came to do tonight. Amen? We ask you to do what you came to do. We yield our vessels to you, Lord. We open our hearts and our minds to you. And we receive of your spirit. And a special welcome to all of our first-time listeners. Uh, If you are listening live, you will need to listen through your cell phone while the broadcast is being recorded. That number to listen through will be area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. However, if you're listening to this broadcast after it has been recorded, it is available on our website under the archive sermons. Amen? Our website is www.miracleinternetchurch.com. That's miracleinternetchurch.com. Amen? When you come up, when the page comes up, across the banner it says MIC Radio Chat. Click that link. And as the sign-in comes up, click Guest. Then sign in using your own name. Amen. And then proceed to follow the little instructions and sign in and greet everyone that's in the chat room, just as if you were walking into a brick-and-mortar church. Greet everyone just as you would if you were walking in a brick-and-mortar church and the saints will greet you as well. Amen, amen. I have a few announcements tonight that I'll make um, in a few minutes. 
I want to tell you, saints, that God is so good and so faithful. Amen. Amen. I'm trying to type right now. Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise the Lord. There we go. Amen. Thank you. So, thank you for your patience, saints. If you're on a cell phone, you may use your browser to find MiracleInternetChurch.com. And when the page comes up, you'll see three white lines against a black background. Click the three white lines. That's your how you open up all the other links. And then you may proceed to MIC Radio Chat and follow those directions in Jesus' name. Amen? Praise the Lord. I notice those of you that are uh, in the chat room now, you notice that you don't see Brother Bill yet. Uh, Brother Bill is taking care of a domestic situation uh, tonight, and possibly if he has the opportunity, he will join us. Amen. Uh, Sister Mila had a little accident in the kitchen today, and they're taking care of that particular situation. Amen. We're going to pray about that in a few minutes, so please keep that in mind. Also, I want to remind you, that Sister Tammy lost her mother uh, last week, amen? And the funeral was today. I would like for you to keep Sister Tammy and her dad in prayers, and I'd like for you to send your condolences uh, via sympathy card uh, to the ministry address, and that is Miracle Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box, 2715 Jacksonville, Florida 32203 If you're already in the chat room, you can scroll up and all of that information is available for you. The third announcement that I have for you is that there will not be a live broadcast on this coming Friday. Uh, We need to take a station break. For several reasons Uh, We have some business That we need to attend to However As before There will be a sermon Posted in the chat room For you to listen to That the Lord has designated That he wants everyone to listen And recast that particular sermon Amen So there will be a message For you to enjoy And take notes from And look up the scriptures And the Lord will designate which message that is, and it will be posted. Amen? We will be back on Sunday, Christmas Day, as we normally are. But on this coming Friday, we have some things to take care of. And so we will not have a live broadcast as you are experiencing now. All right? The Lord said that everybody could be on the honor system. So I said, okay. All right? So don't make me a liar. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Pastor loves you. 
and she knows that you'll be faithful to come up and listen. I know also that during this time of year, many of you are extremely busy, and you have too many balls that you're trying to juggle at one time. So that'll give you a little leeway uh, to get everything done that you need to get done. Now, there are some of you that need to take a nap. That's the truth. That's, That's just the truth. You've been running so fast and so hard that you just need to sit down and just take a break and just listen to the broadcast on Friday. You're about to melt. You're about to have a meltdown because you're worn out. Okay? (laughs) You're about to have a meltdown because you're worn out. So on Friday, just sit back and listen to the broadcast and enjoy what God has to say and participate. Amen? And stop running at 900 miles an hour for a little while, okay? You'll find out you, you, you hold your patience longer, you're more long-suffering, you're kinder when you're not exhausted. Please do take time to eat because you're go- if you're running around at 900 miles an hour, your body needs some 900 miles an hour nutrition. Praise the Lord. That's the truth. And might need a few supplements, too. You might need some vitamins. So uh, the leadership is going to take a pause on Friday, and we will be listening to the sermon as well. But we have some things we need to take care of. Amen? Amen. See, we love you. We're looking out for you. And so now we're going to enter into prayer. Amen? Amen. We're going to enter into prayer. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Thank you. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ, the merits of the shed blood of Jesus over every member of Miracle Outreach Ministries, Lord. We thank you, Father, for leading us to release divine safety and protection over every member during the fast, Lord. It's turned out to be extremely important. We want to thank you for your healing virtues being released in everyone's body, Lord. Your restoration to our bodies, to our physical bodies. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father. We thank you, Lord, for every blessing that you've been giving us. A lot of blessings, a lot of solutions, a lot of answers to prayer are still coming forth, Lord. And we want to thank you and give you praise for all that you are doing. You're not finished moving, and we're not finished receiving. You say, Father, that you desire for us to prosper and be in health, even as our souls prosper. So, Father, we're moving forward in prosperity with you, in Jesus' holy name. You say, Lord, that we're not likely to ever face an army of horses or chariots, but some days, Father, the challenges in our lives can seem just as threatening as any battlefield. When that happens, we need to follow the advice that's given. We need to remember all that you have done for us in the past. We need to remember that you truly are amazing. Second, we need to believe 
that you are the one who will fight our battles, not us. You're the one that will fight our battles. We can rely on you for the victory. You are our strong tower, Lord. In the midst of all life's challenges, we run to you and you keep us safe. You are our refuge and strength, our God, and ever-present help in the time of trouble. Therefore, we won't be scared, even if the earth gives way beneath our feet, even if we have a hurricane, or even if we have a snowstorm, or a blizzard, or an earthquake like they had in California. We won't be afraid. We will keep our trust and our faith in you. We will keep calling out your name and pleading the merits of the shed blood of Jesus, even if the mountains fall into the ocean. In the midst of all these challenges, Father, we know that you are with us. We know that you are with us. Amen? We know that you're with us. Psalm 16, verse 8 says, I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be moved. Therefore, my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also shall rest in hope. Father, we thank you for grace. We thank you that your grace is sufficient for us. We believe, Father, that in you we can do all things. Amen, because you give us strength. So, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we ask you to release that same strength to Sister Tammy and her father. They had a very challenging day today, Father. They laid their loved one to rest. I've been through that situation, Lord, and I know that it can test every fiber of our beings, Lord. So I ask that you wrap them up in your loving arms, Father. I ask, Father, that you pour your peace out in them. They can feel your peace with every breath. And that you give them rest and restoration, Father. It's, it's a taxing day, the day you have to bury your loved one. They had planned to spend this coming Christmas together, Lord. But it didn't work out that way. But we are thankful that she is with you, and we are thankful that you are with them. We ask you, Lord, to provide for every single need, even the smallest whim, Lord. Remind them that you're going to be there with them every single moment. When they wake up in the middle of the night, suddenly, you're there. To sleep, you're there. When the tears begin to flow unexpectedly, you're there. When they are in such an emotional state that they cannot speak, you are there. You are there with them, holding them, comforting them, reassuring them, calming them, helping them to make every single decision, 
helping them to deal with every single circumstance. Father, you know the circumstances that prompted this situation, and we place that battle in your hands in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for leading our sister into battle according to your word. We thank you, Father, that because of this, other people will have help and assistance. Other people who go into institutions to be healed as they recuperate, Lord, that more care will be given so that this kind of situation does not happen again. We lift up to you, Father, Sister Mila and Brother Bill, and we ask you, Father, to heal her body. Yes, Lord, it was an accident. We bind up that accident in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind any fear or shock or trauma or any such thing that may have attacked her at that time, Lord. But we thank you, Lord, that your grace is sufficient for both of them, Father, and that we know that all things work together for good for them who love God and are the called according to his purpose. Amen. We thank you, Father. We bind any infection that may have come in. We bind any damage that was done to any tissue or any nerve fibers in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for full restoration and healing, Father. We wrap every atom, every cell of her body with the blood stripes of Jesus Christ, Father. We thank you. We bind away from her adversaries. Enemies of the kingdom of God, those who do not have her best interest in heart, those that are under mind control, and those that would do harm, we bind them away from her in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for stationing your angels around her in the name of Jesus. Give her peace in her heart, Lord, peace to know that you are with her and that you will protect her and that no one's going to come in and do harm to her in Jesus' holy name. We thank for hand-selecting the doctors, the nurses, the aides, the assistants, all who would come into her room, Father. We bind their demons now in Jesus' We bind every policy in that institution, Lord, that would cause her harm or danger, or damage in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind the spirits that lurk in medical institutions. They go around from place to place. They come out of one vessel and attempt to enter another. We bind all of those spirits in the name of Jesus, and we put them into the spiritual cage in Jesus' name. We ask you, Father, to station your ministering angels with their swords, unsheathed, ready for action at any moment around her in Jesus' name. We thank you and we give you praise for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that the accident that happened could have happened to anyone. 
But we thank you, Lord, that we do have a medical community that responds to cries for help. We want to thank you for them. We want to ask you to bless them, Lord. Help them to be a blessing to both of them now and to everyone who enters that institution in Jesus' name. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. We give you the honor, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for healing her, healing her completely. We thank you for her body functioning functioning perfectly in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your will being done, even in these matters, Lord. Even in these matters, we thank you. Ah, We thank you and we place this in your hands, Father. We cast this care upon you in Jesus' name and we say thank you. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for the blood of Jesus Christ. We thank you for the word of God. We thank you for your very spirit being in our midst. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We thank you for your praising angels, your warring angels, your ministering spirits. We thank you, Lord, because you have provided for us all that we need, Father. You are our good shepherd, and you provide all of our needs according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus our Lord. Father, we ask that you also give Brother Bill some rest, some rest, Lord. He's been trying to get several things done at one time, Lord. Help him remember and to be at peace, Lord. Help him to remember what he needs to remember and to be at peace in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. The Bible says that you open your hand, Father, and you satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and holy in all his works, and you're close to all that call upon you, all of us that call upon you in truth. We call upon you in truth, Father. We pray, Father, for the service on Friday. Though we will not have a live broadcast, everyone will be coming up to recast the broadcast that you want us all to hear. So we say, prayers that we pray tonight cover this service and that service as well, Father. We thank you for blessing us, Lord, with the, with the accomplishment of the things we need to do. And we thank you, Father, for everyone receiving from that service that that you are imparting in Jesus' holy name. We pray over every ear, every mind, every heart. We bind every devil that would come to attack us in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for your provision. Oh, some of us actually need some rest, Lord. Some of us just need to sit down and take a moment. So, Father, all of us have needs. We thank you for supplying our needs. Help us to recognize our need for you, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. For you supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory, and we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. 
So we cast all of our cares upon you, Lord, because we know that you care for us. We thank you for the armor of God. We thank you, Lord, that we will remember that we're to wear it. We're to use it. Amen? We're to wear it. We're to use it. We take authority, dominion, and power over the enemy attempting to wear down the saints in Jesus' name. We bind his effort in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for your grace surrounding your people, that your grace enveloping us. We thank you for Psalm 91, wherever we may be, Father, in Jesus' name. We give you praise, glory, and honor. And, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, all his demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his agents, and their powers. We close and seal all portals, all channels, all open doors of access to the enemy. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking demons, electronic, digital demons, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar devils, and their attacks, Leviathan spirits, brainwashing spirits, Kundalini, Water and marine spirits, sex devils, unclean spirits, passive devils, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence, smart dust, and drone attacks in Jesus' name. All sorcery devils, seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits, all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer, and all the attacks in Jesus' name. We bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind electromagnetic attacks, smart technology and particle attacks, techno-paganism, mind controlled by the occult, forced feedback, cyber stalking, cyber sex, cyber sex crimes, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits which manipulate modern technology, pulsed microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems and brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo, binding directed energy microwave weapons, and binding all vibrations, which are demons, in Jesus' name. We bind all targeted radio frequencies, Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. We bind all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, And we bind the work of every druid in the name of Jesus. We bind everything wicked coming from the satellites, from the cell towers, and through our devices in Jesus' holy name. And all that science and engineering comes up with, 
that was created underneath the sea. Dead things come from underneath the sea. We bind all hypnotic and trance devils in their attacks, all mystic rituals in their intent. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Chinese, Asian, Islander, Indonesian, Tribal, Indigenous groups, All globalist groups. Every Masonic group, any so-called religious group that is united with Satan, we bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind our Caribbean and Latin American black and white magic, and everywhere jujus and voodoo and hoodoo are being practiced. We bind Haitian and Jamaican witchcraft in Jesus' name. We bind every form of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks, and we return every attack to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits. We bind every demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind the power of the dog, and every abomination has been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse devils, satanic worship, and witchcraft dedications in Jesus' name. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind the transference of evil spirits, spirits of infirmity, supplanting the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the groves, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We bind mammon and his agents and bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, besmirch, monitor, track, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, expose, stop, defile, corrupt, undermine, despise, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind, food, lust, addictions, and gluttony. 
We return to sender according to the covenant, all in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us, astral projections, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights. Binding all wizardry and black magic in Jesus' name. Binding all tribal magic in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We bind all vampire spirits, voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe, Fantasy, Fables, Enchantments, La La Land, False Religions, Numerology, Horoscopes, the Spirits and Works of the Oppressors, and the Spirit and the Children of Disobedience. We bind martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist, ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversions, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind the king of pride and all of his agents in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, fecal, and soulish sacrifices. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry, and we bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, nature worship, deception, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, and temptation to sin. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal. Molek, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all false deities, Isis, Osiris, all gods and goddesses, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72, and we chain you as well in Jesus' name. We undo the works of all demonic weapons, fireballs, poisons, voodoo pins and dolls, hot and cold spots, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We bind all psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, charms, tumors, and designs in the name of Jesus Christ. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, pledge, vow in the name of Jesus Christ and those of the associated organizations. We bind the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the grips, and all the ungodly powers that are released in their sin in Jesus' name. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity and pride of and foolishness of our own opinions and the work of errors in our lives. We return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassments, and witchcraft 
back on their own heads as well as their own mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into truth. Your word is truth. Make us to know the truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we have come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. Thank you, Lord, for that. Amen. We take authority, dominion, and power over every demon that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind them in the name of Jesus, and we command them to leave us now in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, especially those that are being persecuted and were left behind in Afghanistan. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. Father, we cover ourselves in the blood of Jesus and our transportation. We take authority, dominion, and power over all interference on our path of transportation in the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you, Father, for making a clear entry and path for us. And we thank you that your angels have been dispatched ahead of us to protect us. We cover ourselves and all of our property with the blood of Jesus and take authority over the demons of the night, all bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone attempting to feed us in our dreams, speak to us in our dreams, or get into our dreams. We command them to stay away. We bind them and and cage them in the name of Jesus Christ. We chain them with eternal chains under darkness in Jesus' name. We ask for your big warrior angels, Father, to protect us and our property as we rest and as we sleep. And we thank you for Zechariah. We thank you for the wall of fire around us in the name of Jesus. We pull out in the name of Jesus Christ all fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, all voodoo, and anything else sent to us by the enemy, and we return it in Jesus' name. We cut down, tear down, and destroy walls of protection around witches, warlocks, wizards, Satanists, nanotechnology, globalists, shamans, sorcerers, divinators, and such. We destroy silver cords and ley lines and ungodly soul ties, Attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other form of agreement with the demonic realm. We break down walls of protection around all of the wicked ones in Jesus' name. We destroy the power of all love spells, vexes, hexes, curses, fetishes, charms, spells, psychic prayers, and psychic thoughts. Yes, Father. Rubababakusha. 
We bind all witchcraft, all sorcery, voodoo, magic, mind control of any kind, potions, jinxes, all bewitchments, death, destruction, sickness, pain, and torment, psychic power, psychic warfare, prayer chains, incense and candle burnings, incantations, chanting, ungodly blessings, crystals, hoodoo, root works, tribal rituals, and sins. And we we send it back where it came from in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we give you praise. We bind spirits of jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, bitterness, hate, murder, envy, competition, comparison, spirits of blindness, binding the spirits of bondage, heaviness, fear, and hate. Authority, dominion, and power over those spirits, Lord, wherever they may be in our world, in Jesus' name, especially those affecting our lives, coming through our loved ones or co-workers or friends or former friends, in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord, for opening their eyes so they can determine that they are walking contrary to the word of God. We ask, Lord, to save their souls, if that's possible, in Jesus' name. And we release the protection of God, the peace of God, the patience of God over the saints of God, in Jesus' holy name. And everybody said amen, amen, amen. Now, if you were just joining us, I made a few announcements earlier. Uh, One of them is that uh, Sister Tammy uh, buried her mother today, and we need to keep her lifted, her and her her dad lifted in prayer. This was a very trying day for them. They need strength in their bodies. They need strength in their souls, and they need our prayer support. Amen? Please send your offerings of condolence to the church uh, website, to the church um, healing address, Miracle Outreach Ministries, P.O. Box 2715, Jacksonville, Florida, 32203. That information was posted in the chat room earlier today and just before the broadcast. Also, uh, we are praying and lifting up Brother Bill and Sister Mila. Amen. Amen. They had a little uh, accident in the kitchen, and Sister Mila got hurt, and they're taking care of that now at the proper uh, medical place, and God is moving. Amen. We're asking God to heal and to restore in Jesus' name. Amen. And to give strength and wisdom and peace and grace. Also, Uh, This coming Friday, we will not have a live broadcast as you are experiencing it now. There will be a sermon of the Lord's choosing posted in the MIC chat room for us all to partake of. Amen. I know some of you uh, have uh, family coming over and this, that, and the other, so maybe that will spew out a bit. Some of you need to just sit down and rest. Amen. And many other things are going on. But we need to um, to take care of certain things in the ministry, and so we're going to take a little station break. We will be uh, back on Sunday, 
in a live broadcast. It'll be, if I'm not mistaken, that's Christmas Day, and we'll be taking Holy Communion in the name of Jesus Christ. So everybody uh, knows what to do. We've done this before. Amen. So let's remember to lift everybody in prayer and put your words of encouragement in the MIC radio chat and your prayer request and praise report in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. So, saints, I pray that you're all having a not-so-hectic and peaceful season. Amen? A not-so-peaceful season. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray for the Jewish people. They've not received Jesus Christ. Their ancestors cursed them. They've been blinded. They can't see. Some of them hate this season because Christians are celebrating that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, was actually born. For this, Father, we forgive them. And we ask you to save such as should be saved in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father, for helping them to the light of Jesus Christ. Amen? We thank you for that, Father. We thank you for your intervention. And perhaps, Father, you may use one of us to minister some truth to some of them. We ask for grace for such if that is our particular assignment, Father. And we give you the praise, the glory, the honor for it in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It is spoken that many don't want to hear about me. Many of my Jewish people don't want to hear about me, but I will change their wicked ways. And I will give them a new heart in the season of their redemption, saith the Lord. Well, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Amen. Thank you for that. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. See, God's listening. He's listening to everything we pray, saints, every single thing. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, I've given my um, my announcements, and so our featured psalm, for this evening's worship service is Psalm 103, Psalm 103. And our verses for meditation found in Psalm 8, Psalm 8, verses 1 through 9. Our featured ebook is demonology and virtual reality, reality, realities technologies 
digital deliverance. Now, saints, if your children or grandchildren or nieces or nephews or whatever spend all their time gaming and watching videos, you need to read this book so that you'll be prepared to properly minister them to them the truth and explain to them that that form of mind control, it literally takes over their mind. You're talking to them and they're looking at you like they're in a daze. There's a reason for that. Amen? Amen. So praise the Lord. We have plenty of information here. If you ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archives, as I know all of you are doing, uh, he will, and he'll take you to the very thing you need to hear. Amen? Praise the Lord. That's a good way to prepare for your loved ones coming over during the holidays. Ask the Holy Spirit to take you into the archive to prepare you so that when he brings up a topic, you'll be ready to say what he wants you to say. You know, I was I was in um, Tushin the other day, and I was standing there filling out the little stuff, and I heard the Holy Spirit say, does she have any children? So I asked the, the lady, I said, do you have any children? And she said, yes. I have a grown son, and my daughter's 18. Now, I don't remember word for word what happened after that, but I do know that by the end of the conversation, I was informed that her teenage 18-year-old year daughter sits at home while mother's at work, you know, school is out. She's sitting there with mother's credit card just buying up whatever she can buy up because that's what she wants to do. Some of a parent. Is that the wisdom of a parent? Here you have a teenager with a child's mentality, really, spending up money, and they have no connection to the fact that you need to work to earn the right to spend money. There's there's a disconnect. All you do is just, just swipe, you know, Punch the numbers in, that's all you do, and there's money everywhere. No, that's not the truth. That's not reality. Reality is you have to get up to a job. You have to work. You have to earn the finances so there is something to back that card up. And you see the young people of these days are being allowed to do what this young lady is doing. They're being allowed to buy whatever they feel like buying, spend money on, on money on whatever they want to spend it on, but you see somebody else is paying for it. This is the way they're being trained financially. They don't have an appreciation for cash because they never use any. They do not relate to the denominations of coins nor dollar bills, nor what they're truly worth nor do they have a proper understanding of the value of saving. Why? Because they don't save. All they do is spend. They have passive parents who give them everything. 
They want this new thing. They get it. They want that new thing. They get it. And all of these parents that are allowing guilt from some circumstance, say uh, one parent died. Oh, I feel so guilty. They don't have a dad. Oh, so you let them spend money all day long. Oh, um, uh, their dad and I got a divorce. I feel so guilty about that, so they let them spend money all day long. That's not right. That's not proper training. I would like for all these parents to clearly understand that they must give an account to Jesus Christ for that activity and that behavior. You see? What they've allowed themselves to do is to come into a place of veneration of the child. It's basic idolatry. You give them anything they want, whenever they want it, no matter how much it costs. You're buying this expensive iPhone for someone who has never had a job. Oh, they've got to have it. Oh, they've got to have it. Oh, they've got to have this. Oh, I feel guilty if I... Now, here they are, little children. They won't know if they don't get a certain thing or not. But, oh, that you feel so guilty because you didn't get them some little trinket or some little toy. For parents and grandparents and relatives to wake up. Because what they're teaching is covetousness. They're teaching covetousness and materialism, greed. I hope that parents wake up before it's too late for their children because this is now two, three, almost four generations of that mindset. There are young people who don't believe they ought to get up and work. I hate to tell you there's a lot of them. It's not one or two. It's not limited to any race or socioeconomic group. It's widespread. They think they ought to sit back and enjoy whatever they want to enjoy and whatever glitters is great for them and whatever is popping up on their phone is what they need to pay attention to. But they don't think they should have to work for any reason. We have at least two generations of young people that don't believe they ought to get up off it and get a job. Amen? So, saints, this doesn't make any sense. This is not the way God intends for people to be. Amen? So if that happens to be you or someone in your family, prayer, fasting, they do. Amen? I I didn't stand there and get on the lady's case. I just stood there and received the information the Lord was downloading into me. This is what they're doing. It's not that their parents are unintelligent. They are intelligent. They just let their children have whatever they want to have. Some of them, well, I was poor growing up, 
so I want to make sure they have every single thing. Well, that doesn't work, saints. It just does not work. That's not God's way, and it won't work. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. It will not work. So let's get on with what God is going to teach us tonight. We all know covetousness is a sin. (laughs) Amen? Praise the Lord. Our guest calling number remains, area code 319-527-6235 and press 1. Amen? Tonight, God wants to talk to us about his comfort. Saints, let's face it. Things do happen. Yes, even unexpectedly, suddenly, without warning. What's a saint to do? Well, don't panic. Amen? Don't panic. No fear, no undue alarm. Don't panic. Don't leap into fear. Amen? No undue alarm. The Lord himself will help you and comfort you. The Lord himself will help you and comfort you. Our God is faithful to comfort each of us on every side. Isaiah Chapter 49, verse 13. Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 13. Isaiah, chapter 49, verse 13. Sing, O heavens, and be joyful, O earth. And break forth into singing, O mountain, for the Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. The Lord hath comforted his people and will have mercy upon his afflicted. You see, we have a very compassionate and loving Heavenly Father always going to help us. He's even going to help us to mature. Amen? He's going to help us to grow up and to do what we really ought to be doing. Amen? He's going to help us to receive his blessing. Amen. And he will have compassion upon them in their sorrow. So if you are ever feeling like the Lord has deserted you, do know that he has not. Know that he has not deserted you. That's your feeling. 
feel free to bind them in the name of Jesus Christ and release the peace of God over yourself in his holy name. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 13. The Lord says, As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you. Isaiah 66, verse 13. As one whom his mother comforted, so will I comfort you. The Lord himself is always with and in us to provide the comfort that we need. The Lord lessens our misery or our grief. He soothes us in our distress and discomfort. The Holy Spirit, our comforter, cheers us. He calms us. He inspires us with hope. His tender oversight is a very present help in times of need. Amen? 30, verse 5, Psalm 30, verse 5, Psalm 30, verse 5. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Weeping may endure for a night. But joy cometh in the morning. You know, there was a song that says, trouble doesn't last always. It does come to pass. It may be here now, but it's soon leaving. Amen? And we need to look at it that way, that that's a temporary situation that's making way for some other blessings to enter. Amen? Praise God. Psalm 34, a couple of pages over, Psalm 34, verse 18. Psalm 34, verse 18. Psalm 34, Verse 18, amen. Psalm 34, verse 18. The Lord is nigh or close unto them that are of a broken heart and saveth such as be of a contrite or humble spirit. Psalm 42, verse 8. Psalm 42, verse 8. Psalm 42, verse 8. Yet the Lord will command 
his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night, his song shall be with me and my prayer unto the God of my life. God's never away from us. We're in him and he's in us. He's with us and he is in us. Amen? So there's nowhere that we can go to get away from him. Day by day, the Lord pours out his steadfast love upon us. And through the night, we sing his songs and we pray to the God who has given us eternal life. Amen? Given us life. He's our life giver. Amen? He's our life giver. Psalm 85, verse 9. Psalm 85, verse 9. Psalm 85, verse 9. Surely his salvation is nigh or close to them that fear him or reverence him. Salvation is nigh them that fear him, that the glory may dwell in our land. God is our Savior at all times, saints. I know some of us, in the infancy of our thoughts, have only thought about that in reference to Jesus dying on the cross. But there is salvation all through life. There are many things to be saved from, and he is our Savior. Amen? The Gospel of John, the Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 26. The Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. And bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father sends in Jesus' name to us. So the Father wants us to receive his comfort. Acts, the book of Acts. The book of Acts. Chapter 9, the book of Acts, chapter 9, beginning with verse 27, the book of Acts, chapter 9, beginning with verse 27, but Barnabas took him, speaking of Saul of Tarsus, who became 
the Apostle Paul. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. And he, verse 28, and he was with them coming and going out at Jerusalem. And he spake boldly in the name of the Lord Jesus and disputed against the Grecians. But they went about to slay him, which when the brethren knew, they brought him down to Caesarea and sent him forth to Tarsus. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost. So you ask, Pastor, I need the Holy Spirit's comfort, what should I do? Well, you should pray to your heavenly Father and ask him for his help. And ask him for his help and for the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You should ask. You should ask your heavenly Father in the name of Jesus Christ. And he will respond to your prayer. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Ask. You need the comfort of the Holy Spirit? Ask. You know, the Bible says that we have not because we ask not. So, to remedy that, ask. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 18. Psalm 145, beginning with verse 18. The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him. He's close to people that call upon him, that cry out to him, that call to him in prayer. He's close. He draws near to all that call upon him in truth. Very important that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear their cry and will save them. Amen? So we can see the empathy, the compassion, the love, the mercy of our God 
for his people. We should never feel that God is too busy answering someone else's prayer to pay us any mind because that's simply not the truth. That's simply not the truth. Amen? There may be something so terribly wrong that God will never answer your prayer. That's just not the truth, thing. We need to walk in truth. It's important. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. Philippians chapter 4, beginning with verse 6. Be careful or anxious for nothing. Don't be all worked up and full of worry and fret and stress and anxiety for any reason. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, everything, that doesn't leave anything out. By prayer and supplication, specific requests, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So when life hands you an upset, draw near to God. Panic, don't fret, don't worry. Say yourself, find your balance, Find your footing in your God. Saints, God is always right there. But you must choose to reach out to him in your time of need. It's a choice you make. Fretting, moping, worrying, whining, are of no consolation at all. All you're doing is re-rehearsing the same problem over and over and over again in your heart and mind. It's only going to keep you upset. It's not going to solve the problem. Amen. God is our true source of comfort and peace when upset rears its head. Now, I'm certain all of us have, at some time or other, had an upset, and our emotions are going here, there, and everywhere, and our thoughts are leading it everywhere. Well, you have the right to speak to your thoughts. You have a right to bind them. You have a right to cast down those imaginations that are just not the truth about what God has said. You have a right to do that as a Christian. You can do it in the name of Jesus Christ. You do not have to let your thoughts upset you. Whatever the situation is, it does what it does. But you don't have to let your thoughts take you there. You have authority 
over your own thought life. You have authority over your own emotions. You have authority over your own feelings. You can tell your feelings to stand down because the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You can command your own emotions to stand down. Amen. It is so. You can command your emotions to stop it. You feel yourself getting out of control, you can shut it down. He's giving you power and authority over all the power of the devil. Use it. Use it. Speak to those thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10 and 5. Bind those thoughts. Matthew 18, 18 and 19. Loose the peace of God over yourself. The devil out. Amen. When things happen, we need to turn on our confidence in God. Yes, we must release our confident trust in him. We must call on him. We must cry out for him from the depths of our soul. He will hear us sing. His ear is ever open to us, the Bible says. Hebrews. Chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews, chapter 4, verse 16. Let us, therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy. We need the mercy of God. And find grace to help in time of need. Just because you're walking around with a pout on doesn't mean the problem's going to get solved. If you want to invoke solutions, you have to allow the word of God to come out of your mouth. The angels of God respond to the word of God coming out of your mouth, not your pout, not your grumbling not all of that other stuff. Amen? If so, Psalm 34, verse 17. Psalm 34, verse 17. You know, some of us allow ourselves to get into sort of a funk because that's what we've done for so many years. It's a habit we need to break. Something happens, taken aback, and then we allow ourselves to jump into that old attitude and those old emotions, and before you know it, the devil's got us running in circles. We've got to shut that down, saints. 
We live in a new kingdom. We have a new heart, a new spirit. We have a new mindset. We got to use the new stuff. Amen? Psalm 34, verse 17, the righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. The righteous cry, and the Lord heareth, and delivereth them out of all their troubles. Psalm 86, verse 7. Psalm 86, verse 7. Amen. Psalm 86, verse 7. In the day of my trouble, I will call upon thee, for thou wilt answer me. You know, it's funny sometimes when things happen the first thing we want to do is respond or react in the natural. But the first thing you should do is call upon the name of Jesus. That's the first thing. His name should be on your lips. That's the very first thing. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen? We actually have to do what we've been taught to do. The Holy Spirit will touch our hearts if we allow him to. If we're not busy grieving the Holy Spirit with our attitude and our words. Amen? He will. When these kinds of happenings occur in our lives, we should turn to the Holy Scriptures so that we can receive his peace. I remember years and years ago, I woke up in the middle of the night suddenly, and for some reason, I looked outside my window. And there was about nine to ten police cruisers out in the street. Couldn't imagine what on earth had taken place. And so I got dressed and I went outside in my driveway. And I saw one of the officers and I said, welcome to the neighborhood. I looked next door, and somebody had driven their car into my neighbor's pecan tree in the middle of the night. I still couldn't figure out why there were about nine or ten police cruisers on the street, though, because driving into a pecan tree just isn't that interesting, I don't think. But evidently, there must have been a chase that I didn't know anything about. But you see, saints, while I was standing in the driveway trying to make some sense of what might be happening, the Lord spoke a scripture to me right then, right there on the spot. 
he spoke a scripture to me, and it was not a scripture that I was familiar with. So what did I do? I went right back in the house, and I went to look it up. You see, you have to be open to the comfort of the Holy Spirit. You have to be open. Amen? Amen. You have to be open. Amen? Saints, when these kinds of happenings occur in our lives, we should turn to the Holy Scriptures so that we can receive his peace. The Bible is no ordinary book, as you well know. It's God's book filled with his words to his people. It's a book written by God to his own saints that speaks to us every day of every month of every year. God never changes. He remains faithful. So saints, we must read and meditate on God's word. We must allow his words to us to seep deep into our souls, removing every hindrance and barrier so that his grace will flow freely through us. It is also important to remain obedient to the Lord. In the middle of an upset, in the middle of trouble, we must remain obedient to the Lord. Hosea chapter 12, verse 6. Hosea chapter 12, verse 6. Therefore, turn thou to thy God. Hosea chapter 12, verse 6. Therefore, turn thou to thy God. Keep mercy and judgment and wait on thy God continually. God hasn't forgotten. We must learn to depend upon his word. That's right. We've got to learn to depend on his word. Our emotions can't tell us what to do. The word has to tell us what to do. Amen? Psalm 119, verse 50. Psalm 119, verse 50. Psalm 119, verse 50. This is my comfort in my affliction, for thy word hath quickened me. Thy word brought life to me. Thy word opened my understanding. 
Thy word opened my eyes. That's right. The word will show us where we are, where we're going, and what God is expecting of us. Amen? We are never to forget God's promises to us, saints, because that's where we find our hope. The scriptures, the word of God, give us strength in all of our troubles, and they refresh us and revive us. They refresh us and they revive us. Psalm 119, verse 105. Psalm 119, verse 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Proverbs 4, verse 18. Proverbs 4, verse 18. Path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The path of the just grows brighter and brighter when we choose to trust the Lord. Amen? When we choose to trust in the Lord. Psalm 31, 31 beginning with verse 1. Psalm 31, beginning with verse 1. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Psalm 31 Amen mm. Ah, there we go Praise the Lord Praise God Beginning with verse 1, in thee, O Lord, do I put my trust. Let me never be ashamed. Deliver me in thy righteousness. Bow down thine ear to me. Deliver me speedily. Be thou my strong rock for an house of defense to save me. For thou art my rock and my fortress. Therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. Pull me out of the net that they have privately laid for me, for thou art my strength. Into thine hand I commit my spirit. Thou hast redeemed me, O Lord God of truth. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thou hast redeemed me. God is our Savior at all times. He delivers us at all times. There's nothing that can happen in the middle of the night that God is asleep. He doesn't go to sleep. 
He's watching over us. So regardless to what it is, his name should be on your lips. Amen? Amen. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. Romans chapter 15 and verse 4. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we, through patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have hope. Through patience and the comfort of the scriptures that our hope comes Amen Amen It's the truth That's how it works in real life Romans 5 Therefore beginning with verse 1 Romans 5 beginning with verse 1 For being justified by faith We have peace with God Through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also. We glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Tribulation produces patience in us, and patience produces experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed. Amen? It's a process thing, and it works. Don't be weary in well-doing. God is working on you in you, and in your circumstances. Amen? During times of trial and testing, we must learn to continue trusting the Lord over and above the circumstances that we face. We must draw patience from the Lord, knowing that he is presently watching over us and our situation. The Lord isn't blind. He knows where we are. Amen? The Lord is not blind. He knows where we are. He's not deaf. He can hear every time we call. Psalm 42, beginning with verse 3. Psalm 42, beginning with verse 3. Tears have been my meat day and night, while they continually say unto me, Where is thy God? I thought you said God was going to heal something. Well, they need to just wait and see. When I remember these things, I pour out my soul in me. For I had gone with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God, with the 
voice of joy and praise and with a multitude that kept holy day. Why art thou cast down, O my soul, and why art thou disquieted within me? What's the matter you? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Amen? God will help us. Verse 8, yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, and my prayer unto the God of my life. I will say unto God, my rock, why hast thou forgotten me? Why go I mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a sword in my bones, mine enemies reproach me, while they say daily unto me, Where is thy God? Why art thou cast down, O my soul? And why art thou disquieted within me? Hope thou in God, for I shall yet praise him, who is the help of my countenance and my God. Don't give up on God's saints. Don't quit and throw the towel in. There's a reward to be reaped for hanging in there and going the distance with God, in faith believing. Amen? He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him out. Yes, he is. Hebrews chapter 10, 10, beginning with verse 35. Hebrews chapter 10 beginning with verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence, which hath great recompense of reward. You get a reward, for ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Ye have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. Yes, saints, our situation may even be a time of testing. The place of testing is always the place of trust. So the Holy Spirit will carefully time your season of testing to qualify you for a season of reward. There is no reward for merely surviving your test. You are provided a qualify you for the rewards which God desires for you to experience. Amen. Just as God used water to turn a marriage celebration into a place of miracles when the wedding party ran out of wine, so he may choose to use Satan to qualify you for a blessing. Are you serious, Pastor? Pastor? 
God is serious. He made Satan. If he chooses to use him, it's his prerogative. No, that doesn't mean that Satan gets to come around and beat you up and make you sick and all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, he he gets in the background and and messes or meddles, should I say, in the circumstances of our lives. Well, God already knows what he's going to do well in advance. So God chooses to say, okay, this is a good time for so-and-so to stand the test and make the devil run. This is a good time for the warrior I've been training to stand up and to defeat this effort of the enemy in their lives. This is a good time for that. So now, what's the point of all the training and all of the discipline if when the enemy comes to attack, you're not going to use your training and your discipline? Amen. Amen. It's the case. The Holy Spirit always brings you to a place of decision. The Holy Spirit always brings you to a place of decision, and he leads you to a place of testing. The Holy Spirit knows your tempter and the questions on the test. He will provide every accurate answer necessary. Answers are always in the word of God. Always. The Holy Spirit never makes mistakes. He is God, the Holy Spirit. When Jesus was being tempted, he didn't say, Well, you know, I had no business coming out here in this wilderness all alone. No, Jesus didn't cop an attitude. He didn't run away in fear. No, Jesus was ready. He knew the answers. He said, it is written, and began to quote the Holy Scriptures. Satan was stopped and paralyzed. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of stronghold. Just remind yourself of all the marvelous things that God has already done in your life, saints. Our God is truly amazing. Amen? Seek his face, saints. Trust him and completely commit self 
into his hand. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. Romans chapter 8, verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Amen. First Peter chapter four verse nineteen. First Peter four verse nineteen. Wherefore let them that suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. You're suffering according to the will of God? Man, he'll carry you through. First Peter 5-7. First Peter 5-7. God will keep you, saints, unless you rebel and forsake him. Unless you get this stubborn, hard-headed attitude, you don't want to do it his way, you're going to do it your way anyway. Amen? Peter 5, 7. Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Philippians chapter 1, verse 6. Being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ. He's going to keep working at it, saints. He's not going to give up and quit. Neither should we. Neither should we. Psalm 138, verse 8. Psalm 138, verse 8. You know, not too long ago, somebody said to me, I feel like giving up. And so I said back to them, instead, when you feel like giving up, it's time for you to make a decision to grow up and then follow through. Psalm 138, verse 8. You know, I find that to be very interesting, saints. Because my generation, we wanted to grow up. We wanted to become responsible. We wanted to be the right kind of adult. But there are people in our present culture who don't want to grow up. They want the benefits, but they don't want the responsibility. 
Well, that doesn't please the Lord. Amen? That does not please the Lord. Psalm 138, verse 8. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. Thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever the works of thine own hand. Amen? Psalm 55, verse 22. Psalm 55, verse 22. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He'll keep you going. He holds your next breath in his hand. He'll keep you going. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Amen? He'll take care of you. He will carry you through. Ask the Savior to help you, to comfort, to strengthen, and keep you. He is willing to aid you. He will carry you through. Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse 27. Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse 27. Deuteronomy, chapter 33, verse 27. The eternal God is thy refuge, and underneath, are the everlasting arms. Underneath are the everlasting arms. Those arms never fail, saints. They never fail. They never fail. But the Lord upholdeth the righteous saints. The Lord upholds the righteous. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. Galatians chapter 3, verse 11. But that no man is justified by the law sight of God, it is evident, for the just shall live by faith. Amen? The just shall live by faith. I pray that you got something out of this tonight. Amen? Amen? I pray that you recast, because God said a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Amen. All right, I'll answer the cremation question. How do I know? Well, I have a witness. Her name was Pastor Pat. We were talking about things about that just before, surprisingly, she died. She had a situation in her family where she had to go make burial arrangements for someone. 
And as a result, she and I entered into this conversation. And she told me, quite frankly, that God does not care for cremation. You see, it's quite different when you live in a culture where there's a way to take care of certain situations. And in the situation that's being mentioned in the chat room, they had no other option. But you see, we have an op- another option. We have another option. Amen? When you go to the funeral home, they tell you what your options are. And many people are choosing cremation because of the price, not because it's right in their heart or because the Holy Spirit's saying to do it. No, it's because of the money factor. Amen? But that is not God's preference. Let me say that. Amen? That is not God's preference. Praise God. We get that all straight. Amen. Praise God. It is not God's preference. Amen. Amen. So now we all know what to do. And as usual, we should always ask God what he wants us to do. And then we need to do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hold on a second. I need to find out something. Amen. Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, so she's doing better. She's doing better, and she's feeling a lot better. And I'm not going to be able to get to the special surgeon. All right. Okay, I'll tell the saints what you said, Brother Bill. All right, and I'll be taking care of my Probably about three or four. All right. Okay. You was wondering where Brother Bill is? Brother Bill is on the phone with Pastor. Amen. That's where Brother Bill is. Okay. (laughs) You need to get in the chat room and tell him hi and thank him for praying. Amen. All right. We love you. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, saints, I got the latest news. Brother Bill is taking Sister Mila home. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So things are working well, and Brother Bill says, thank you for the prayers. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. We need to keep praying because God is still at work. Amen? Amen. But he's taking her home now so everybody can get some rest. Praise the Lord. See, God is good. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. So now, all of you that are going to meet with your family members in a few days or so, somewhere up there today, I I um I posted there he is. I posted what to do. Amen. When you go to visit your relatives. I'll see if I can find it again right quick for you and repost it. Let me see what I can do here. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Because some of you still have not put this in the front of your Bible, so you have it with you whenever you need it. Amen. Let's see. Let me see if I can get this done. Praise God. Some of you, there we go. We're coming. There it is. That's what you do. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. See, we told you God answers our prayers. He listens because we honor him. Amen? We honor God. We honor him. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right. We're going over. Amen. Thank you. Amen. To our guest call-in. And we're going to area code 818. Area code 818, you're on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Area code 818, you're on the air live in the name of Jesus. Okay, somebody stepped away. We'll go to the next caller. Amen. Area code 562, you on the air live in Jesus' name. Hello? Hello? Pastor, could you you hear me? Yes, I hear just fine. Oh, because it said muted when you said my number. Anyways, God bless you. God bless you guys. I received your card, Christmas card. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Thank you. What can it we do it really touched my heart. Oh. Say again? Oh, sorry. What can we do for you just... tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, so the reason why I asked the question is because my father, who just passed, he was six foot five and 600 plus pounds. And we're trying to get them back home to our home, um, American Samoa, to have them buried there. And so far, we haven't been able to get an airline that will be able to 
transfer him because of his weight. So we're still, I mean, I'm in prayer. I, I'm asking for prayer for that, that that could go through um, for us to be able to ship him there. All right. Because none of us want to cremate him. All right. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we continually depend on you for the answers and solutions to the situations in our lives. Father, we ask that you intervene. We thank you for releasing your ministering spirit, Father. We thank you for giving them favor. We bind Satan and his hindering forces in the name of Jesus Christ. We put them into the spiritual cage, and we bind them in Jesus' name. We forbid them to interfere in Jesus' holy name. We thank you, Father, for making a way where there appears to be no way. You are our way maker. You are our refuge and our answer and our solution. Our eyes are upon you, Lord. We're waiting for you. And we thank you, Lord that you supply all of our need according to your riches and glory through Christ Jesus, our Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, for showing them clearly, even with scriptural evidence, what you want done. They want to please you, Lord. We come into agreement with their seeking you, calling on your name, asking for prayer, asking for the support of the saints, So, Father, we know the answer is come. We receive the answers by faith. We thank you for making a way. We give you the praise, the glory, the honor. We thank you for the miracle, Father, in Jesus' name. The Lord says don't just look to the airline. Don't just look to the airline. Okay. All right. All right. We'll keep All that right. in prayer. You put it in the Global Prayer Warriors prayer room. We'll remain in agreement with you, sister. God bless you. Thank you, ma'am. God bless you guys, you too. Welcome. miss hearing you guys. Amen. We love you. Love you guys. Amen. Praise the Lord. Area code 229. You're on the air live in Jesus' name. Uh, yes, praise the Lord, Dr. Sabrina. This is Jackie B. Thank you so much for all your prayers and the ministry. has been such a blessing to me. I am calling tonight because I'm requesting prayer. God has brought me a mighty long way, I must, I must say to you, Dr. Sabrina, and I thank you so much. But I uh, told you some months ago, maybe a year ago, uh, that my ex-husband is a wizard and his girlfriend or fiancé is a witch, and they be working spirits. I think it's – I know because God revealed to me the spirits that they work through the outside of my backyard window, and it comes through to my house. Now, there's antennas from the ground up you know, at the neighbor's house to the left and right of me. And I always look, the Lord let me see of the spirit when I put my trash out. I can see a flash of the spirits, Lord Jesus, help me. I see them, like, connecting things into the ground of the cable, the cable stands that's in the back next to the houses. So 
what I want prayer for. God has blessed me where these things have been closed away from me. I don't receive attacks anymore. God has blessed me. He has healed my body in all different ways. And I just thank him so much because I have, you know, so many miracles have been working in my life since I've been going through this witchcraft. But God has closed so many doors. They can't enter into my home. They're just outside. But this 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 wizard David, he, he and that woman, every day, and they're angry, and they're so angry. They said, I never knew you had all this power, he's telling me. I never knew that you got all these doors that Jesus keeps. I know it's him that's closing all these doors. Open these doors, he'd be screaming. Open the, open the doors so I can get in. You have too much Holy Ghost, and I hate your prayers. Stop praying like you pray, which I'm not going to stop. But I just want him to leave because you have no business harassing me. You know, he wants me dead. That's what he says. But I know God calls life into my life or else he won't be keeping me. I just want him to go. I'll be praying in the name of Jesus for him to flee. I'll be binding, bound in him and the witch suffer her not to live. I'll be praying all the prayers <laughs> Sabrina and I just want you to pray with me. All right. Well, we'll all pray with you. Heavenly Father, in Thank the name you. of Jesus Christ, we thank you, King the Enemy, to know that he really has no power in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father. We break the pride of his power in Jesus' name. Father, the Bible says you bring those people to nothing. That's what the word declares, that you bring them to nothing. We thank Thank you, you, Lord, for confirming your word with signs following. The Bible says, Lord, the destruction belongs to these people. The Bible even says that death is theirs. We thank you for confirming your word, Father, with signs following. We know that you watch over your word to perform it. We take authority, dominion, and power over the spirits from under the ground. We bind you. We bind you. We cage you. We mute you, muzzle you, and gag you with the blood of Jesus. We strip you of all power, and we transfer your powers, as you call them, to Jesus Christ, because all power belongs to God. We thank you, Lord, for the law of sowing and reaping. And what they have sown, they shall surely reap in Jesus' name. We return their warfare to the senders in the name of Jesus and against those demons that they use. Father, since they refuse to become saved, 
Rela la Dios sunde de brisa tara bruka baba baba bruka ta rela la Dios sunde de brisa tara bruka de selele kusha tara bruka de la brosa la ya tara bruka we thank you for your perfect outworking in circumstances in Jesus name oh hallelujah amen 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 my cell phone my cell phones i keep freezing my cell phone where i can't use it and it'll freeze if i try to place an order grocery, they'll freeze it up where I can't, you know, I can't touch it. I have to turn it off and on. And I know it's Bind it's the demons. Bind the technology demons. Yeah, yes. I know it, Pastor. I'll be doing it. But thank you so All much right. for the prayer. Thank everyone. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's see. Where are we here now? We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. Twitter was censoring American citizens at the same time that Chinese intelligence agents were employed at the company and officials of the Chinese regime were given uncensored use of the social media platform. John Mills, former director of cybersecurity policy, Strategy and International Affairs at the Department of Defense told television in an interview on December 10th. This is a de facto social credit system, whether the FBI was calling it or not. They were handling lists of names into Twitter and seeking the censorship of American citizens, which is unbelievable. Unacceptable, Mill said. On the program that aired, he said, Mills was responding to censorship information that was revealed after Twitter's new owner, Elon Musk, released the Twitter files, revealing the former management of the social media blacklist. Ministry of State Security agents Chinese foreign intelligence agents were working at Twitter, and Twitter didn't care. Jack Dorsey didn't care. The number one priority of the FBI should be the foreign intelligence threat inside of America, Mills said, adding that instead of handing down a list of American citizens to be censored, the FBI should have immediately arrested the MSS agent. Barry Wise, founder and editor of the Free Press, was given access to Twitter's internal documents by Musk and worked with a team of independent journalists to reveal the censorship carried out by Twitter. Twitter's censorship methods, according to Wise, including, included placing specific users on a trends blacklist or a search blacklist, a new Hashtag Twitter files investigation reveals that teams of Twitter employees build blacklists, prevent disfavored tweets from trending, and actively limit the visibility of entire accounts or even trending topics, all in secret without informing users, he said on Twitter, while releasing the second installment of the Twitter file. Mill says that he hopes America returns to what free speech originally meant in the country. 
Those who are being the most totalitarian today are essentially those who grew up in the United States in the 60s and 70s, demanding free speech, he said. Now that they retain these lofty positions, they are trying to silence everybody. They really are not true to their words, and they really don't care about free speech. They just care about power, he said. Mills believes American citizens need to be more assertive about their rights and should applaud the citizens of China for protesting against their leaders over the regime's zero-COVID policy. It's a little unclear about what's going on, but it seems the mass citizens' uprising in China has had an effect. I'm sure there's been a cause. I'm sure there has been pain and suffering. We don't know about, but in the end, it does seem like the CCP in many ways was overwhelmed, he said. He compared the situations in the United States and China and says U.S. citizens also can't relent or give up and should hold their government officials accountable. This is what happens when citizens lock shoulders and assert their rights, he said, about the recent mass public protests in China, including Adam Schiff uh, wrote a letter to Musk on December 6th for more information about possible manipulation of Twitter by Chinese agents after it was found that access to the news about mass protests in China was suppressed by spam accounts. Twitter once had a mission to give everyone the power to create and share ideas and information instantly without barriers. Along the way, barriers nevertheless were erected, she added. Mills warns that the Chinese communist regime has been operating on American soil through Twitter, which he described as a Disneyland of opportunity for foreign intrigue. You might as well say they were cooperating with MSS and the CCP. That, na- that we now have the basis for crime in an American government agency. We thank you, Father, for the righteous adjudications of the righteous judge. William Burns, we are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. William Burns, the director of, the, of CIA, has warned about children being potentially harmed by spending time on TikTok and talked about the dangers posed by the app that is owned by a China-based company. In a recent interview, Burns was asked about his recommendation to people regarding their kids' usage of TikTok. I'd be really careful, he replied. When asked if he would add anything more, Burns responded, no, really careful. He said it was genuinely troubling how the Chinese government is able to manipulate TikTok because the parent company of TikTok is a Chinese company. The Chinese government is able to insist upon extracting the private data of a lot of TikTok users in this country and also to shape the content of what goes on to TikTok as well to suit the interests of the Chinese leadership. I think those are real challenges and a source of real concern, he said. In a recent interview... Senator Tom Cotton of Arkansas called for banning TikTok, arguing that the app exposes minors to violent, depraved, degrading sexual material and body image issues for young girls. This is the kind of stuff 
that Beijing would never let Chinese teenagers watch. TikTok is also a risk to data security and privacy, he noted. TikTok's algorithm is programmed in such a way that the app displays different content and recommendations for Americans compared to Chinese users. If you take a step back and look at the bigger picture, why in the world will we allow a Chinese-owned company which has to answer to the Chinese communists to be one of the largest media platforms in our country, Cotton asked. Would we ever have allowed Soviet Russia to own a major news or a major broadcast network during the Cold War? Of course we wouldn't have. Cotton went on to criticize the Biden administration for sending signals that it might tolerate the use of TikTok in the United States despite the grave threats the app poses to the nation. Burns' warning about TikTok use comes as a new report by the Center of Countering Digital Hate found that the app is pushing self-harm and eating disorder content into children's feeds. Uh, Imran Ahmed, chief executive of CCDH, insisted that TikTok was designed to influence young users into giving up their time and attention. The app is poisoning children's minds, promoting hatred of their own bodies, and pushing suggestions of self-harm and potentially deadly attitudes toward food, he stated. Parents will be shocked to learn the truth and will be furious that lawmakers are failing to protect young people from big tech billionaires. Their unaccountable social media apps and increasingly aggressive algorithm, Ahmed said. Last month, Senator Mark Warner, chair of the Senate Intelligence Committee, said that TikTok is an enormous threat. He also admitted that former President Donald Trump was right about the danger the app posed to America. So if you're a parent and you've got a kid on TikTok, I would be very, very concerned. Well, that's all you're going to do? No, they wouldn't be on TikTok anymore. All of that data that your child is inputting and receiving is being stored somewhere in Beijing. The state of Indiana has filed two lawsuits against TikTok blaming the social media app for falsely claiming it is safe for children and illicitly sending data of Americans to China. In a statement, Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita called TikTok a malicious and menacing threat that the company knows will harm its own harm on its users, inflict harm on its users. With this pair of lawsuits, we hope to force TikTok to stop its false, deceptive, and misleading practices, which violate Indiana law, he said. Republican governors from states like Iowa, South Dakota, Texas, Utah, South Carolina, and Maryland have announced a ban on the use of TikTok by state agencies or on government devices due to security concerns. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. You are familiar, I'm sure, with the institution of the gift shop. Oh, well, my life gets turned all around. Ah. Okay, where did it go? There, thank you. Amen. There we go. 
a business that exists entirely to sell useless treats and temptations and owed to capitalistic superfluousness. During the weekend before Hanukkah, I found myself in such a place driven into a state of dissociation by twee mugs and balsamic-scented candles. This was how I ended up purchasing a felt pocket of catnip in the shape of a pierogi for my brother's cat because the package I was sending to his family in California just felt incomplete without a few extra trinkets. Normally, I am a woman who is familiar intellectually, professionally, emotionally with the many problems brought about by rampant holiday shopping. I know that both the copious buying and receiving of presents often constitutes a source of stress for all parties involved. That shiny wrapping paper and ribbon are a landfill nightmare. That the manufacturing and shipping of billions of goods for a few days of celebration is both a burden on human workers and the polluted atmosphere. Indeed, the entire contemporary ideal of winter holidays is largely perpetrated by corporations to profit off of manufactured emotion. One obvious solution that evades most of these environmental and social societal ills while still showering love and generosity upon your loved ones is to embrace gifts that are not bought new, homemade, secondhand even, regifted. It is a technique I personally strive to espouse. In the weeks leading up to Hanukkah, I took significant time and care this year to make personalized drawings and vintage frames for my family members at my dining room table. They were nice, I promise. And yet I still felt the need to buy a few small things simply to show that I was also willing to spend money on my loved ones. This in spite of being well aware that the gratuitous just-because trinkets are among the worst offenders of gift-giving, as useless as they are unwanted. What is this force that compels me and millions of others to partake in the service of one very specific holiday ideal? The heap of shiny new presents, all wrapped up with a bow? It is the consequence of capitalism, of holiday rom-com, of deeply ingrained relationship dynamics, and more importantly, it is an ideal simply too powerful to subvert. According to data from the National Retail Federation, a trade organization whose members range from the department stores to multi-level marketing operations, 2021 holiday season spending grew by 13.5% compared to the previous year, a greater increase than any in the past 20 years. This year, gift spending is expected to grow by another 6 to 8%, even in light of the highest inflation rates in 40 years. The financial services company Bankrate surveyed customers on how they would stretch their holiday budgets due to inflation. The most popular response was implementing coupons, discounts, and sales. 41% picked that answer, closely followed by simply buying fewer gifts, 40%. The least popular answers were making homemade gifts 
and buying secondhand items, reportedly by only 14 and 11% respectively. The reluctance to go with secondhand gifts boils down to how givers think used items will be received, said Julian, a marketing professor at West Virginia University. His research suggests that fear is largely unfounded, driven in no small part by relentless massaging by retailers. When it comes to used products, recipients are more open to them than givers anticipate, he says. As it turns out, the person that gives the gift cares much more about how much it costs than the recipient, contrary to the assumption of Drake's uh, entire warehouse. In fact, GB says that sentimental gifts, family heirlooms, handmade gifts, even a simple framed photograph are almost guaranteed to provide more happiness than a twi- <laughs> than $20 trinket, you know, thrown into a Target cart in a panic, even knowing that from his own research, he admitted that he, much like myself, usually succumbs to the pressure to spend a certain amount on new gifts every year. This is a sort of prisoner's dilemma of presence. If everyone else in the family gives an expensive gift, how will I look? They even do commercials aimed at this. In fact, I was uh, looking for something else, and this commercial came through, and this man had bought a uh, Mercedes-Benz for his dad. And as the dad jumps in the car and starts driving away with his son in it, he said, I can't wait to see what you got your mom. Well, now, is that right or fair? An influential anthropological theory published in 1925 by the sociologist of gift exchange is the foundation of all peaceful relationships among both individuals and communities. On one hand, it's a nice idea that acts as a counterpoint to a society dependent on capitalistic commerce. On the other hand, that's quite a bit of interpersonal pressure come December. But his theory is grounded in the idea that there is no such thing as a selfless gift, as every gift is given in expectation of some form of equivalent reciprocation. This competitive element to gift-giving, especially the pressure at the holidays to be the most thoughtful, the most generous, the most caring, drives us to spend even when we don't want or have to. After all, there's no simple scale to measure sentimental value or joy or any other merit a gift might have. Why not let currency do the job instead? But to make matters even more fraught, the factors guiding contemporary gift-giving aren't just about the money. There is also the expectation, particularly in romantic relationships, that the gift in question carry emotional significance. Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote a rather harsh message for those who simply purchased their gifts in one. In an 1844 essay, he says, The only gift is a portion of thyself. Therefore, the poet brings his poem, The Shepherd, His Lamb, 
the farmer, corn, the miner, a gem, the sailor, corals and shells, the painter, his picture, the girl, a handkerchief of her own sewing. But it is a cold, lifeless business when you go to the shops to buy me something which does not represent your life and talent, but a goldsmith. Ralph Waldo Emerson uh, said that in a series that he was writing. Emerson's musings are a full-throated endorsement of the handmade present, to be sure. But to make such a thing requires significant spare time at the very least. If the two acceptable options to show your great affection for another person, extraordinary effort, or extraordinary expenditure, I would guess that most people today will opt for the expenditure, since time is an increasingly precious resource in modern life. But what would it look like if the monetary or sentimental value of a gift weren't a proxy for the giver's own self-worth, a way of establishing their place relative to others in the family, community, or society? This is part of the concept behind the buy-nothing community, in which people in neighborhoods or small regional groups use social media to offer up or ask for good. In these hyper-local gift economies, nothing on offer is treated as more valuable than anything else. A diamond ring from a bad relationship should not be seen as worth more than a set of recycled baby food jars. My, that's deep. These are real examples. You have a set of rules in a sharing economy where you make it abundantly clear that every single gift has the same value. The co-founder of Buy Nothing Project said, we have had to work really hard at this, working at a flat economy where the true value is the connection between the people and the wealth is the connections formed between proximal neighbors. Well, saints, there you have it. What more can I say? We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning, according to information revealed in the latest Twitter files release, the FBI paid Twitter over $3.4 million in U.S. tax dollars for administration costs related to the staff's time spent working with the feds. Journalist Michael Schellenberger reported, based on documents he obtained from Elon Musk, that federal agents discredited factual information about Hunter Biden's foreign business dealings both after and before the New York Post revealed the contents on his laptop of his laptop on October 14, 2020, working with top management at Twitter to censor and disparage reporting on evidence of now President Biden's personal business involvement with corrupt and adversarial regimes in Europe and Asia in the run-up to the 2020 election. Schellenberger revealed that there was an organized effort by representatives of the intelligence community aimed at senior executives at news and social media companies to smear factual and accurate stories based on a hard drive belonging to Hunter Biden, which the FBI had in its possession almost a year before the Post reporting and knew was authentic. 
Schellenberger details how agents outside the company worked to get Twitter management, many of whom were former agents themselves, to embrace the narrative that documents showing the Biden family earning tens of millions of dollars from Eastern European oligarchs and the Chinese Communist Party were a part of a Russian hack and leak operation, and then censor reporting on those documents on that premise. The narrative would then also be adopted by virtually all of legacy media in the lead up to voting day of 2020 and used to buttress their decision not to report on the material. Schellenberger writes that during all of 2020, the FBI and other law enforcement agencies repeatedly primed Yule, whatever, Yule Roth to dismiss reports of Hunter Biden's laptop as Russian hack and leak operations, referring to the head of and one of Twitter's chief censors. Despite the fact that the FBI had the Biden laptop since December 2019 and amid Roth allegedly pushing back the Twitter executives repeatedly reported very little Russian activity on the platform. One crucial detail disclosed in the exceedingly long Twitter files thread by Schellenberger related to the payment Twitter received for its work for helping the FBI. According to internal documents, Twitter accepted three million four hundred and fifteen thousand three hundred and twenty three dollars from the FBI for administrative costs. That's where our money is. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning scientists have developed miniature gelatinous robots that can crawl through the human body to deliver medicine or diagnose illnesses and guess what, to do other things too. The gel bot is powered by little more than temperature changes and its innovative design, which resembles an inchworm, is one of the most promising concepts in the field of soft robotics according to Jill Rosen of John Hopkins University. It seems very simplistic, but this is an object moving without batteries, without wiring, without an external power supply of any kind, just on the swelling and shrinking of gel, said David, a professor in the Department of Chemical and Biomolecular Engineering at John Hopkins University and a senior project leader. Our study shows how the manipulation of shape, dimensions, and pattern, patterning of gels can tune morphology to embody a kind of intelligence for locomotion. The 3D printed robot, which is made out of gelatin, is intended to replace pills or intravenous injections, problematic side effects. The prototype was announced in the Journal of Science Robotics, on December 14th, compared to most robots that are made out of hard materials like metals or plastics, the revolutionary gel bot consists an innovative water-based gel which feels like a gummy bear, making it more suitable for its task. The team at John Hopkins said 
that the gels can swell or shrink in response to temperature in order to be used to create smart structures, and they were able to demonstrate how they could move the gel-like robots forward and backward on flat surfaces and maneuver them in certain directions with an undulating wave-like motion. The gentleman said, the gentleman envisions the medical devices crawling through a patient's body to deliver medication to a tumor blood clot, infection directly while not disturbing healthy tissue. Unlike swallowed tablets or injected liquids, which have a, de- have a time-delayed effect, the tiny robot could hold back a dose of medicine and then immediately inject it when it reaches its target. The researchers foresee the gelbot revolutionizing how doctors examine their patients by working as minimally invasive devices to assist with diagnosis and treatment. He also is also planning to program the robots to crawl in response to variations in human biomarkers and biochemicals and test other worm and marine organism-inspired designs along with the addition of cameras and sensors to their bodies. He further plans to use the gelbot for other purposes, such as marine exploration or to patrol and monitor the ocean surface to fight maritime pollution. The team at John Hopkins are not the only ones looking to come up with a miniature medical robot device. Two and a half years ago, researchers at Cornell University announced a project to develop tiny microscopic machines with legs that could move inside a patient to deliver drugs or assist with diagnosis like the gelbot. This design, utilizing a mini computer, was able to move via laser impulse and was small enough to live next to microorganisms that already lived inside a human body. The new robots are about five microns thick. A micron is one millionth of a meter, 40 microns wide, and a range from 40 to 70 microns in length, said the Cornell Report. Each bot consists of a simple circuit made from silicon photovoltaics, which essentially functions as the torso and brain, and for electrochemical actuators that function as legs. Meanwhile, another team at Stanford University earlier this year revealed Transformers-style robot inspired by Japanese origami. The Millibot, much like the Gelbot, is designed to carry medical payloads directly to tumor, blood clot, or infection, to dispense drugs or investigate a patient's inner workings, one said one of the project co-leaders. He claims that the spinning enabled wireless amphibious origami Miller robot is the most robot and robust and multifunctional robot we've ever developed and that it has broad potential for application in the biomedical field. Well, now, isn't that exciting, say? What you always wanted, a robot made out of jelly to crawl in your body and do whatever it feels like when it gets ready. Well, Brother Marshall, I do believe prayer is required. 
soon as you think you heard it all, something else comes along. Thank you, Father, for the exposing of many, many things going on in the world, Father God. So many things in so many different areas. You said in the last days there'll be an increase in knowledge, and it certainly seems like it. Increase of all kinds of knowledge. But where does that knowledge come from? And we know that you've been teaching us, and even as you had uh, Pat Holiday connect with Bishop Kenko, and that uh, he saw things when he was working on the dark side before he came into the kingdom of the Lord. And we thank you, Father, for translating from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. We thank you, Father God, for your mercy. It's only because of the mercy of the Lord. We thank you for that we can come boldly before your throne of grace, Father. But even as, as you showed, Bishop Kenko, that, that they, they, they had seen things, the people that served the devil saw things in the devil's realm under the sea or kind of many, many years before it manifested on earth in terms of computers and many other things. While they certainly are increasing all these different things, trying to control people against their will. Father, you told us, if any man lacks wisdom, that ask of God who giveth all men liberally and abradeth not. And you said, if two of you on earth agree as touching anything you ask, it shall be done in my Father which is in heaven. In Matthew 18, 19. So we come boldly before your throne of grace, according to the scripture that Pastor Sabrina just gave us today in Hebrews 4:16. Because of the blood of the covenant, Father, we ask for your help and your wisdom. We do hold every thought captive. We bind every one of the spirits of vain imagination, every one of those high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God. Because we know our battle is not against other people, per se, but against spirits, Father God. Very high people in high, some people and some really spirits in high positions. Some of them are in people and some of them are affecting people, some from within, some from without, affecting people to do what the demons want them to do, Father God. And some of those spirits are in people in different nations and other areas, trying to control, trying to bring about their desired, uh, whatever the demons are inspiring them to do, Father. We thank you for the things you've been exposing, Father God, including through the, the censorships that's been exposed, Father God, what's going on, particularly not just in this country, yes, definitely in the United States of America, but every nation, every nation. It's, you're exposing what's going on in every single nation, Father God. Those those um, leaders of, of different, um, some of the islands, whether Trinidad, Tobago, or some places, some of those leaders that didn't want to go along with the uh, COVID narrative, Father God, and some of those leaders, I don't know what is that, even the leader in, where was it, Uganda? And he had a great question about the, the, the testing that they were doing. So he, he did the tests on, what was it, a melon and a goat? And he got positive test back. He just put pe- people's names on them as if it was from the people. It was just a melon or a goat. So, Father, we think that some people are waking up to what's going on. And you said, ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. And Jesus said, he, the things in these days, Father God, you're exposing what the devil's doing. But we do speak blindness to the eyes of many mutinous to mouths of the enemy, may only hear what Jesus wants them to hear pertaining to all the saints. We thank you for hiding us all in the secret place of the Most High. But Jesus does say in Mark 4.22, red letters, Jesus speaking, for there's nothing hid that shall not be manifested, neither anything kept secret that shall not come abroad. So we thank you for exposing what's been going on at Twitter, Father God, and the involvement of these different people, with um, with all this censorship, kind of as if some of these people said we actually are in what some people call it World War Four. They said that the the war against terror was World War Three. We're actually in the midst of World War Four, which is a psychological operation to control people's thinking. 
So we bind every one of the, we bind you, Satan, the mind binder, the spirits of stinking thinking. We bind every one of those mind control spirits, the spirits of greed and avarice, which seems to be running amok these days, and they've been going that way for quite some time. We bind every one of those ungodly spirits. And, Father, we ask for your divine help and in intervention and adjudication, particularly for all the descendants of every believer, all the family members of every believer, all the relatives of every, every believer, in Jesus' name. And every witchcraft curse sent against every one of us, not just against Bill Pringle and those connected with him, not just Sabrina, but Pastor Sabrina, but all those connected with Miracle Net Church, Miracle Outreach Ministries, and all the family members, and all those each of us have been interceding for, not just Tammy and her family. We bind every ungodly spirit seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. All return to be sevenfold from the heads of the spirits of Do those spirits intend to do that in Jesus' name. Render unto our neighbors sevenfold into their bosom. They have reproached for they have reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name. And Jesus says, whatever you ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Teach us all what that really means, Lord. It isn't just saying the name of Jesus and then bowing our knee to worship mammon or any other false god you don't like idolatry you don't like people that want to have to do things that are contrary to your will lord but you love every human being we think that, that grace and truth came by jesus christ the truth is jesus had to be sacrificed on that tree otherwise not one of us can make heaven for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god so we repent renounce all of our generational iniquities Every one of them, lust of flesh, lust of the eye, pride of life, and all personal sins and carrying, carrying grudges and, oh, I'm going to get even. No, no, we're not going to get even. Vengeance is mine, the Lord says, and I will repay. We thank you, Lord. You're going to have to, you know how to deal with it. And for even Father Abraham was so amazed when he, when he, he got the word from, from, from the Lord because he spoke to him. Why did he speak to him? He heard the corn, the wine, and the oil. He listened to the Lord. Even as Pastor Sabrina listened to the Lord and said, look up this verse. And I remember being so shocked one morning when I woke up and I heard this little voice, this still small voice say, look up, what was it, um, Ephesians 4.29. I didn't know what the verse was. I had no idea. I had to go look it up. So we think that you're speaking to your people, Father God. You speak to us and you help us all, Lord. Help us to let no corrupt communication proceed out of our mouths, but only that which is good to the use of edifying. We minister grace unto the ears. Because we're all saved by grace. That's the only way we can be saved by the blood of Jesus, that he poured out his blood, his soul for each of us. We have to receive his love, his life, his soul, his blood, because we're filled with his life, his light, and we're translated from that kingdom of darkness and woe was me and self-pity and taking anxious thought for tomorrow. We repent, renounce all these things and die daily to all those nasty spirits, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for helping Brother Bill and his wife Sister Miller, Father God, we ask for your help in adjudication in every one of these situations, including all the children and all those involved with the uh, put that about ten, but I guess ten about it. Involvement of the FBI with various uh, social media sites or with the CCP, also involved with um, uh, TikTok and all these different groups trying to control people's thinking, because that's the war we're in, and it's a war not against flesh and blood but against the spirits that we're thinking. What, what's, what, where did that thought come from? Are we holding every thought captive? In Jesus' name, according to Second Corinthians 10.5. And I do bind every spirit of vain imagination and hold every thought captive for me and those I can stand in for. Now, I can't change somebody else's thinking, but they need to have the, the demons calm down so they can listen to the Lord and hear that still small voice. Even as Brother Bill has often said, once you bind the spirits, 
have in the, in the that are trying to control the mind, we're supposed to listen from our heart, aren't we? We have to believe in God with our heart. If we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts, not just our heads, that God has raised him from the dead, it says we'll be saved, we'll be so-so. We'll be saved, healed, delivered, preserved, and made whole. So I confess with my mouth, Jesus, you're my Lord. I believe in my heart by the blood of Jesus right now. What's in my heart? Blood. Whose blood? The blood of the living God, the innocent, sinless blood. And that's that blood that's speaking better things than that of Abel. It says, I've loved you with an everlasting love. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I have plans for your peace and not for evil. We thank you that your good plans for each one of us, Lord, is that perfect love casts out all fears. We cast all of our cares upon you moment by moment. Boy, do I need to do that every day, especially in this season, Father God. We bind the spirit of darkness. This is the shortest day of the year, and some people that serve the dark side are pretty happy about that, just like they like Halloween. So we bind every one of those demonic spirits from all those witches' covens and all those that are so happy about darkness. But Father God's destroying the enemy by the brightness of his coming. And the devil didn't know what he was doing. All those, all those spirits and those people in authority and all the demons... They would not have crucified the Lord of glory if they knew what, the, what they were doing. But Jesus shed forth the blood of the living God, and all the creation has seen the glory of God. Jesus was put on that candlestick for us to see the glory of God. That was what the, the cross looked like, a candlestick in the darkness. When it's dark outside, that's when, the, that's when the righteous shine the brightest. Father God, we thank you that we can be able to walk in peace regardless of family members being upset and anxious with us. And those saying, oh, did you hear what they Twitter? Did you hear what the CCP did through TikTok, how they're trying to control the children? Father, we ask you to deliver all their children. You said in your word, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Well, we're all whosoever's, so we take the cup of salvation. We do take the cup of your holy, holy blood, Lord Jesus. We take the cup of salvation and ask you to deliver all their children, Father God. And even some of the big children. Some of them would think they're Christians, but they actually worship a false god. Some, it talks about that somewhere in the Bible. Some people have their belly for a god. They don't ask the Lord what he wants them to eat. They just say, oh, that looks good. Yeah, yeah let, me, let me have a half a chocolate cake. Father God, it's nothing necessarily that Pat Holiday liked chocolate. There's nothing wrong with chocolate by itself. You created chocolate. You created sugar. But in moderation, at the right amounts, at the right time. And we thank you, Father God, that you love each one of us. We thank you, Father God, for the examples of amazing Christians who have gone before. Amazing Christians of people who gave their full hearts to you, Lord Jesus. And they were willing to go and work on a sugarcane plantation. People who sold themselves into slavery so they can go and preach the gospel to those that were working as slaves in, in, the, in the sugar plantations on the islands, wherever it was. They went from someplace in Europe, it might have been Switzerland or southern France or someplace, they want to work as slaves. They had to pay their own way to be slaves so they could share the good news. Help us to be that concerned with wanting to give real gifts, the gift of ourself, to those that need to hear the word of truth that says, I love you this much. So, Father, God, those people, they're looking for love in the wrong places. Those children that are running to TikTok, and sometimes there are some Christians on TikTok and others in different areas that may be actually helping people. There may be a few of them. I've heard about a few. Not that I've gone there myself, but I've heard about some of them. And they want to get the truth out there as best they can, as what they understand the truth to be. And there's some people that really do, are, really are Christians as best they know, but, but none of us know the full story. Not, only God knows everything. Jesus, only God is good. And he can't lie. And that is the truth. 
Father, we ask you to deliver all those that have been led astray and, and, and expose their personal information on TikTok and through, through Twitter and other social media platforms, Father God. They can be uh, massaged and, 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 and tracked, track and trace, track and trace. Those people that have gone to these different sites, and some of them, that's the only way they keep up with their friends they haven't seen for decades. And it's a lovely thing to be able to keep up with our friends and acquaintances. Some of them are wonderful Christians. But is it the only way? Isn't there a better way? We thank you, Father God. We ask for your wisdom. Show us how to keep in touch with people without having to go and use the devil's ways to keep in touch with one another and possibly potentially exposing personal information. Help us to have the wisdom to make the right choices, maybe having different kind of cell phones or different kind of communication, maybe using the VPN, maybe using something else. Help us to be wise, Father God, when we do these things. We plead the blood of Jesus over every access to each and every one, every physical door, window, but also every electronic access, every computer, every laptop, every tablet, every cell phone, every type of communication, even landline phones, every type of phone, whatever, uh, the other kind of phones, the people using, what are they called, um, satellite phones. We plead the blood of Jesus, every access to each and every one, every eye, every ear, every nose, every mouth, and every heart, every heart, and every, especially the hearts, Father God, because that's what you look at. You look at the heart. What's in our hearts, Father God? Are we controlled by avarice and mammon? You said that that we ask you to deliver all those, Father God, that have grown up in the in the in the give me, give me, give me mentality, and it's all about me, my, I. It's my iPad, it's my iPhone, it's my whatever it is. All about my. It's my education. It's my, oh, can't you just give me a, an A on the, on the test, and then I can get into the college of my choice and go be mind-controlled in that college? Father God, we ask you to deliver the parents that are, that are going along to get along, and they haven't really asked you yet, Father God, what's best for their children? Cut about that. Uh, and help those that are a bit older to know how to advise the younger ones, Father God, in Jesus' name. It says that a godly mother encourages her children to, to not do things that are displeasing to you, Lord. I mean, is, is, is a little simple one going to kill somebody? No, it's actually beneficial, actually. But, but living our life in the bar is not what you want, Lord God. Some people are looking for love at the end of a long uh, glass of alcohol, Father God, but you said your love is better than wine. Your love is better than any of these things, Father God. Father God, we ask you to help us and all those involved with the gift-giving at this season to do it the way you want. And all these questions we have about, you know, I wasn't too wild about people going to have their bodies cremated. I've had some family members that have gone ahead, and that was their choice. And do I know what's best? The people obviously have died. Some of them, against that wasn't what they were planning to do. They were just, well, how about those people over in China when the Chinese government had them locked in their apartments and the places caught on fire and they wouldn't let them out? Oh, my goodness. Vengeance is mine. You said, I will repay. Lord, you know who, who locked up in there. You know why, what demons they did. We ask for divine intervention, adjudication, Father God, and your help for all those trying to make the right choices, Father God. What to do, Father God, in Jesus' name. What to do for gift-giving, but the, the much, much more important things. Whose report will we believe? And those people that are saying, oh, Hunter Biden's laptop was, was not really Hunter Biden's. They belonged to somebody else. And how about... Uh, Biden's, was it his daughter's diary? There was a big question about that. Father, we ask you to expose what's, continue to expose what's going on. And we thank you for exposing it, Father God, and bringing it to light. 
Those things that have been whispered in secret are going to be shouted from the housetops. And it looks like that's coming pretty quickly, Father God. And those, ask for intervention, adjudication, Father God, in all the different election situations, Father God, and those people bringing, uh, very, very persistently bringing the situation about how, how come the Congress didn't do what they said under their oath they would do to examine the election back in 2020 for 10 days? Uh, was that a dereliction of duty? How about the people down in Arizona? Are those judges and everybody doing everything on the up and up? Are they involved? We bind every spirit of blackmail, every spirit of greed and corruption, every ungodly spirit of ungodly fear. We bind the spirits of ungodly fear trying to control people against their will in Jesus' name. To control people, the spirit of, well, if you reveal this, you know, your family member's going to be six foot under. Well, at least they don't have to worry about them being... Uh, burned up, whatever. I don't know. Father God, we ask for your divine intervention, Father God, in Jesus' name. And, and all this thing about these new gelatinous robots and these different kind of robots, not just the one that's coming out from Johns Hopkins that Joe Rosen was talking about, but uh, all these other little mini, teeny-weeny, almost microscopic, I guess they are microscopic virtually, uh, robots, Father God, the different ones, including the one from Cornell, that has little legs or whatever, and the, and the other, what is the other one from Stanford, the Millibot, Father God. We ask for your, to deliver the people from all these different nanobots. I remember how you told Pat Holliday, she hadn't read all the stuff that Pastor Sabrina's found. It wasn't published yet. It wasn't available. The Holy Ghost knows everything. <laughs> Thank you for wonderful answers to prayer, Lord. Amazing answers to prayer. Pat Holliday didn't know how to pray for Brother Bill. He had all these sores on his arms. Working outside a lot in the in the warm Florida weather in the not so, maybe not the next few days warm Florida weather in the summertime and working as an electrician there all the electronic stuff he had all this all these little things what was it and the Holy Ghost told her oh they're just nanobots just bind them and cast them out and she did and his arms cleared up very quickly and I think about God when my wife and I have been praying for not quite 24 hours she misplaced her only set of reading glasses. And she liked them. They should like the frame. She doesn't even know exactly what, maybe somebody took a picture of it so she can look at them, know what they're like. But she couldn't get another pair. And we couldn't find them. She said, oh, my goodness, you just took the trash out. Do you think they fell in the trash can? Oh, my goodness. Well, we prayed. You know, said, if you go on earth the great trust anything else, it shall be done, my Father. We thank you for all the praise reports that Brother Bill is so kind enough to report. All the saints are kind enough to put in the, in the prayer room. We thank you that you do answer our prayers, Father God. Many, many times. And my wife said, look at this. She, she had to take me almost by the hand and say, I've got to show you something really extraordinary. You just stop what you're doing right away. Which my hands were wet and I'm doing something. I put it all down and ran right in. And she said, look, at this. come over here. I said, look, look, what? And there, behind some boxes, down, hardly, could hardly see it. It was a bunch of stuff around it. And they, she said, I found my glasses. They were sitting on their edge. I could only see the top edge of it. They weren't. You know. So, Father, you can do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. Your arm's not too short to save. We ask you to deliver all those in harm's way. Yes, all the children, the children in China, the children in every nation, Father God, in Africa, all the different nations in Africa, Father God, not just in Ghana and in, in, in Uganda and in South Africa and all those people, kind of, and all the people in, in Brazil and all these different nations, they're trying to stand up against some of the people trying to stand up against this nonsense, Father God. We thank you for waking up the people in China to stand against, uh, against the, the, the tyranny that's very blatant over there. And it's becoming more obvious to the people over here that have eyes to see. Father, give all those, Father God, especially all the descendants of every believer, not just Pat Holliday's family members and descendants, 
all the family members and descendants, all those associated with the American Lunette Church, that especially all those have been interceding for, eyes to see, ears to hear, and new and understanding hearts. We bind every one of those spirits of mass insanity, all those spirits of, of constant chatter, 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 have to listen, has to listen, constant news. <coughs> He's bind that spirit of need to know. We don't need to know everything. The Holy Ghost knows everything. He knew about the nanobots. He knew my wife's eyeglasses were. He knew what Pat Holiday needed to pray to help Brother Bill to we get deliverance. We thank you for hearing our prayers for Brother Bill when he wasn't feeling great. And Father God, you delivered him from those spirits of pain because you said, Behold, I given you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. We bind every one of those spirits trying to cause pain and discomfort, even just irritation. And all the root causes, a little of a thousand cuts, that's what the CCP is trying to do against the U.S., the, the, the warfare of a thousand cuts, this little cut, that little cut, or we'll just destroy that. Maybe they're doing it, maybe they're not doing it. I don't know who's doing it. But somebody's destroying all these uh, uh, meat producing and, and grain producing. You heard about a, a food silo burning up recently, and burning and burning, kept on burning. Father God, we know that in the last days, you're going to judge the earth by fire. So a lot of Flesh is going to get burned up in the last days, Father God. But we know we've already gone through that because that's what the blood covenant's all about. Because Jesus offered himself as a lamb for a burnt offering. And he took the wrath of the Most High in his own body on that tree in our place as we reckon ourselves dead with him. Dead to taking extra thought for tomorrow. Dead to selfishness. Dead to greed. Corruption and avarice. And all these nasty things which I bind. I bind you, Satan, the mind binder, every one of your underlings, named and not named. I bind every spirit of humanism, intellectualism, pride, ungodly fear, selfishness, every occultic spirit, including all those associated with witchcraft, all the spirits of sorcery, eternally sinful on his spirit's descent, and do those spirits that tend to dust, rend unto our neighbors, sevenfold in their bosom, their reproach where they've reproached thee, O Lord, in Jesus' name, because of the blood of the covenant, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for exposing, Father God, what the enemy's been trying to do. We thank you for the things that Pastor Sabrina's been uncovering, all kinds of, un- un- I never heard about these gel bots before. Thank you, Father God, for the all the things you're exposing. Amazing, amazing things. We don't know exactly about all these things, but you know everything. And Jesus says in Luke 8:17, For nothing is secret that shall not be made manifest, neither anything hid that shall not be known and come abroad. So we thank you for bringing it abroad. You said, call me in remembrance. Let us plead together. Declare that thou mayest be justified. So we thank you. We're calling, putting together for, with, with you, with our big brother Jesus, because we come boldly before your throne of grace. He's ever living to make intercession for each one of us. He has the power of an endless life. He had power to lay down his life and power to take it up again. And how did he do that? He poured out his blood for each one of us. And every time you pick up that little red cup of wine or grape juice or whatever you have for communion, and it just represents his blood, but in the spirit realm, it's very, very powerful. Because when Pat Holiday would pray and Sabrina would pray, you're drinking the blood of Jesus, drinking the blood of Jesus, drinking the blood of Jesus. Bishop Kanko, when his wife was, was on death's door, she couldn't go to the hospital because they're all run by, by people from Islam. She couldn't go there. They'd force her to renounce her, her faith in Jesus. She'd, she'd been, she used to be in that, long, in that wrong side, worshiping the false god where they say God has no son. But Father God commands us to believe in the name of his son and to love one another as he loved us. So we bind up every one of those spirits of selfishness and ungodly fear. But, but Bishop Kanko's wife, I think, what was her name, Evelyn? She just, she just kept saying the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. She was so weak, so exhausted. She couldn't, in her natural, she had no strength at all. The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. She's wrecking herself, what? Dead to the old man. And Christ is her life. And the Lord raised her up from her deathbed twice. We thank you for the power of your blood, Lord Jesus. The power of your blood. The power of your blood. He came unto his own, his own received him not. 
them of those Jewish people. They didn't receive him. But to as many as received him, they took the cup of salvation, that ate the bread, took the cup. To as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, to them that believe on his name. We believe on your name. We plead that blood over each one of us, and we overcome the accuser of the brethren by the blood of the Lamb, the word of our testimony. Satan, you're bound from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We command them to know for the flow of power communication from the demons down there. Second heavens, the bush and the deep, to all those we've interceded for, and all those we will intercede for, including those bringing this, this uh, potential case before the Supreme Court coming up soon, Father God, maybe in the next week or whenever it is, Father God, concerning the 2020 election. Hey, how come those in Congress, they didn't examine the election for the 10 days as they were required to? Did they violate their oath of office? Father God, we thank you for those in, that, that have uh, uh, given a, the Hippocratic, supposed to not hypocritical, supposed to Hippocratic oath to do harm to different doctors. And some of them know what they're doing. Some of the nurses know what they've been giving is not beneficial. They see that giving certain medications uh, causes people to not do too well on the ventilators and to leave the hospitals, uh, whether they get cremated or whatever, they, they don't leave physically alive. So, Father God, but you raise the dead. You're able to, you can able to do exceeding abundantly more than we can ask or imagine. Stay tuned, you're bound. All your underlings are bound. Every one of your ungodly spirits, the Simons, the Teal, Kill, and Destroy, including all the marine spirits, bound and gay, Asmodus, Osmodus, Incubus, Cyclus, every spirit of mammon and greed and corruption, all ungodly spirits of avarice, ungodly fear, spirit of mass psychosis, affecting all the family members that we believe are bound and gay, into the cage, locked in, locked in, locked in, in Jesus' name. Father, we ask you to send the Holy Ghost to bring conviction to all the family members that we believe. All the family members and you don't need it. Please put him on. Grant them the gifts of repentance that they count in the truth and they'll recover themselves from this terrible devil. Send the Holy Ghost to make it fully for the Lord that says in John 6, 44, no man comes to the Lord Jesus Christ. You draw them to Jesus Christ. How you loved me so much that you died on Calvary. In John 6, 8, that day you'll ask me nothing. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give you a path, and you shall receive the memory bank, but you know
body of Christ. For bone is our bone and flesh is your flesh. Oh, 